Voluntary dismissal. Voluntary dismissal is termination of a lawsuit by voluntary request of the plaintiff, the party who originally filed the lawsuit. A voluntary dismissal with prejudice, meaning the plaintiff is permanently barred from further litigating the same subject matter, is the modern descendant of the common law procedure known as retraxit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the United States, voluntary dismissal in federal court is subject to Rule 41A of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. Rule 41A's full text can be found below. Simply stated, Rule 41A allows the plaintiff to make a dismissal as long as the defendant has not filed an answer or filed a motion for summary judgment. If the defendant has taken such action, dismissal is only proper under two circumstances. A. All defendants stipulate to dismissal, or b. The judge overseeing the case rules for the case to be dismissed. Once the case has been voluntarily dismissed, if it is brought to court again a dismissal in this second case will mean the case can never again be brought back to court. If the defendant has a counterclaim, the case can only be dismissed if the counterclaim can still stand as its own case. Full text of Rule 41, a. Of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. a. Voluntary dismissal, effect thereof. 1. By plaintiff, by stipulation. Subject to the provisions of Rule 23e of Rule 66, and of any statute of the United States, an action may be dismissed by the plaintiff without order of court, 1. By filing notice of dismissal at any time before service by the adverse party of an answer or of a motion for summary judgment, whichever first occurs, or 2. By filing a stipulation of dismissal signed by all parties who have appeared in the action. Unless otherwise stated in the notice of dismissal or stipulation, The dismissal is without prejudice, except that a notice of dismissal operates as an adjudication upon the merits when filed by a plaintiff who is once dismissed in any court of the United States or of any state in action based on or including the same claim. 2. By order of court. Except as provided in paragraph 1 of this subdivision of this rule, an action shall not be dismissed at the plaintiff's instance save upon order of the court and upon such terms and conditions as the court deems proper. If a counterclaim has been pleaded by a defendant prior to the service upon the defendant of the plaintiff's motion to dismiss, the action shall not be dismissed against the defendant's objections unless the counterclaim can remain pending for independent adjudication by the court. Unless otherwise specified in the order, a dismissal under this paragraph is without prejudice. Involuntary dismissal. Involuntary dismissal is the termination of a court case despite the plaintiff's objection. In United States federal courts, Involuntary dismissal is governed by Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, FRCP, Rule 41b. Involuntary dismissal is made by a defendant through a motion for dismissal, on grounds that plaintiff is not prosecuting the case, is not complying with a court order, or to comply with the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. Involuntary dismissal can also be made by order of the judge when no defendant has made a motion to dismiss. Involuntary dismissal is a punishment that courts may use when a party to a case is not acting properly. Other punishments are found in FRCP Rule 11, Federal Rules of Appellate Procedure Rule 38, 
Sections 1927 and 1912 of Title 28 United States Code, and inherent powers of the court. Involuntary dismissal bars the case from being brought to court again, unless the judge says otherwise. State court rules may be different from the federal rules and vary from state to state. Full text of FRCP 41b. b. Involuntary dismissal, effect thereof. For failure of the plaintiff to prosecute or to comply with these rules or any order of court, a defendant may move for dismissal of an action or of any claim against the defendant. Unless the court in its order for dismissal otherwise specifies, a dismissal under this subdivision and any dismissal not provided for in the rules, other than a dismissal for lack of jurisdiction, for improper venue, or for failure to join a party under Rule 19, operates as an adjudication on the merits. Settlement In law, a settlement is a resolution between disputing parties about a legal case, reached either before or after court action begins. A collective settlement is a settlement of multiple similar legal cases. The term also has other meanings in the context of law. Structured settlements provide for future periodic payments, instead of a one-time cash payment. Basis. A settlement, as well as dealing with the dispute between the parties is a contract between those parties, and is one possible and common result when parties sue or contemplate so doing, each other in civil proceedings. The plaintiffs and defendants identified in the lawsuit can end the dispute between themselves without a trial. The contract is based upon the bargain that a party foregoes its ability to sue, if it has not sued already, or to continue with the claim, if the plaintiff has sued, in return for the certainty written into the settlement. The courts will enforce the settlement. If it is breached, the party in default could be sued for breach of that contract. In some jurisdictions, the party in default could also face the original action being restored. The settlement of the lawsuit defines legal requirements of the parties and is often put in force by an order of the court after a joint stipulation by the parties. In other situations, as where the claims have been satisfied by the payment of a certain sum of money, the plaintiff and defendant can simply file a notice that the case has been dismissed. The majority of cases are decided by a settlement. Both sides, regardless of relative monetary resources, often have a strong incentive to settle to avoid the costs, such as legal fees, finding expert witnesses, etc., the time and the stress associated with a trial, particularly where a trial by jury is available. Generally, one side or the other will make a settlement offer early in litigation. The parties may hold, and indeed, the court may require, a settlement conference, at which they attempt to reach such a settlement. In controversial cases, it may be written into a settlement that both sides keep its contents and all other information relevant to the case confidential or that one of the parties, usually the one being sued, does not, by agreeing to the settlement, admit to any fault or wrongdoing in the underlying issue. A global settlement is one employed where suits have been filed or charges brought in multiple jurisdictions and is defined as a legal agreement that addresses or compromises both civil claims and criminal charges against a corporation or other large entity. Examples of a global settlement include the Tobacco Master Settlement Agreement between the Attorneys General of 46 U.S. states and the four major U.S. tobacco companies in 1999. Another example is within the Global Analyst Research Settlements. Specific Jurisdictions United States Usually, lawsuits end in a settlement, with an empirical analysis finding that less than 2% of cases end with a trial, 90% of torts settle, and around 50% of other civil cases settle. In American law, settlement agreements are normally private contracts, not court orders, except for consent decrees, 
which are relatively uncommon in the United States. Negotiations. Under Federal Rule of Evidence 408, settlement negotiations cannot usually be introduced as evidence at trial, and many state rules of evidence have similar rules modeled after it. Confidentiality. Most settlements are confidential. In these cases, the court order may refer to another document which is not disclosed, but which may be revealed to prove a breach of the settlement. Confidentiality is not possible in class action cases in the United States, where all settlements are subject to approval by the court pursuant to Rule 23 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure and counterpart rules adopted in most states. In some cases, confidential settlements are requested in discovery. Federal courts can issue protective orders preventing the release, but the party seeking to prevent disclosure must show that harm or prejudice would result from the disclosure. In specific states such as California, however, the burden is on the party seeking release of the confidential settlement. Limitations. The confidentiality of settlements is controversial as it allows damaging actions to remain secret, as occurred in the Catholic sexual abuse scandal. In response, some states have passed laws which limit confidentiality. For example, in 1990 Florida passed a Sunshine in Litigation law which limits confidentiality from concealing public hazards. Washington State, Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana have laws limiting confidentiality as well, although judicial interpretation has weakened the application of these types of laws. In the U.S. Congress, a similar Federal Sunshine in Litigation Act has been proposed but not passed in 2009, 2011, 2014, and 2015. Confidentiality agreements which keep secrets from regulators about violations are probably unenforceable, but a specific carve-out granting regulators access is usually not included. England and Wales In England and Wales, if the matter is already before the courts, except in a case where the claim is to be dismissed outright and the claimant agrees to pay the defendant's costs, the matter is usually dealt with by a consent order, signed by the legal representatives of both parties and approved by the judge. To get around the issue of confidentiality referred to above, a standard procedure consent order, known as a Tomlin order is entered into. The order itself contains an agreement that the claim is stayed and no further action can be taken in court, except for referring a dispute in the implementation of the order to court, which is allowed. The order also deals with payment of costs, and payments of money out of court if any money is held by the court, as these are matters which must be dealt with by court order. However, the actual terms of the settlement are dealt with in a schedule to the order, which can remain confidential. Breach of the schedule can be dealt with as breach of contract or breach of the consent order.